Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Stops. You have made it to episode 64. What is up, dude? Not much. How you feeling? Feeling feeling alive. Feeling I'm not as drunk as I was last time. <laughs> no? Time <laughs> no, no, no. I am drinking again though. I'm drinking I'm drinking Yingling, which I haven't had in a long time. Okay. How do you like that? It's okay. You know, it's pretty cool. Um, it's not too expensive because I think the brewery's not too far from where I live, or at least one of like the distribution centers, not too far from where I live. It was like seven fifty USD for a six pack at Publix, which I'm okay with, you know. I'm drinking delicious water. Dude, water, dude, that water will fuck you up, dude. <laughs> I should. Is it is that is that pure unrefined water? Is that is is that pure shit? I've become a little. I, <laughs> I don't know what that. <laughs> no, but I have become obsessed with water. I've been a water snob for a long time, dude. One of the most jarring things in my life is when I left Florida and went to New York. The water tastes so different. And mm-hmm. one believe me, I felt like I was William Shatner trying to explain to everyone there's a gremlin on the wing. And everyone's just like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? We should restrain him with belts. You know what I'm saying? We just um, we just installed like one of those like reverse osmosis filters. And it's the water is really tasty. What does that mean? What is reverse osmosis? I don't know what it is. I just know the water tastes better. <laughs> <laughs> it's reverse osmosis. Is, is it like one of those pictures or is it attached to your faucet? Your favorite faucet? No, we have to attach it to the faucet like under the sink and all that stuff and then there's like a like a spout thing that comes out. Nice. It's pretty cool. That's super cool, man. Um two broke two broke water snobs. Two broke I'm <laughs> telling you, I think I think it's a much better investment in our future to just become two broke water snobs or like two broke oatmeal snobs or just two broke anything cheap snobs the two woke watch snobs thing it's killing my wallet dude it's killing me over here dude well i mean we so we've been doing this for a little over a year man do you think do you think two people can reasonably speak about water for an hour and a half once a week for over a year i think so i think so i think you okay. I, I think you and i could do it simply because yes people have come for the watch talk but they stay for the dick jokes you know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. I feel like you can dick jokeify any topic. Dick jokes and water sounds worse than dick jokes and watches. <laughs> don't Google don't, don't Google dicks and water. I literally don't know what's going to come up. Oh man! But yeah, so episode sixty-four. Um, this is a really cool episode. Uh, it's sort of uh, meant to kind of thematically go in conjunction after last week's episode. Last week's episode was um, wedding watches. Me specifically talking about my wedding watch. Uh, this week's episode is honeymoon watches because that is very pertinent on my mind right now. Uh, should we clarify for people the timeline of what's happening in case there's any confusion? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. <laughs> it could get confusing. We are talking to you guys like two weeks in the future. So we're recording these episodes ahead of time because after my wedding on January 12th, uh, 2018, I'm going away. I'm just, I'm gone now. I'm, I'm, I've, I've been married. I'm going to burn. 
every piece of clothing and all my, uh, you know, identification documents. I'm going to go on a cruise ship and you guys are never going to see me ever again. So we had to record these episodes ahead of time and just logistically, it just made sense. So uh, what day are we recording this on? Uh, Friday the 5th. Man. <laughs> you guys, how's the future, man? Is the future cool? Uh, <laughs> write in now if you think the future is cool. But no, yeah, so January 5th, uh, this episode will air... Oh, I can't even read my fucking calendar. My calendar is so full of, like, wedding stuff. I don't even... Oh, the 15th! This episode yes. will air on the 15th. Yeah, I super won't be available, guys. Uh... Mm-mm. And the thing is, I'm not available that week before because that week before is the actual week of my wedding. So, so we thought it would be a lot of fun to do um, an episode on honeymoon watches. And so, me specifically talking about what I'm thinking about bringing on my honeymoon, in addition to uh, fun ideas that you guys have. Or, I mean, Mike will talk about it. I just like the idea because usually when, some, when people go on honeymoons, they'll they'll go somewhere like like tropical that's like the like the typical one so like bahamas or like somewhere like like tropical over in like southeast asia or something like that so generally you know like a dive watch or something like that but i mean obviously that's not the mold that fits everyone so we'll talk about that a little later in the show there are some really really kind of cool things we do need to go over first uh but is it is it time is it time again for that honored tradition that honored two book watch now tradition shall we do the wrist check I agree. Yeah, let's do the wrist check. Go for it. I'm talking way too much. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying the timeline because I realized that we might have said some things or might say some things during the show that confuse people if they don't know what the timeline looks like. So, yeah. How do you mean? Like, like some, like some Marty McFly back to the future shit? Like, what am I going to say? Am I going to? Yeah. No, no, I mean, like, like you're the last, the last episode was the wedding watch episode and this one's the honeymoon episode and i think it's important for people to know when those things are actually happening so yes yes yeah yes just a little context thank you for that yeah straight up okay That's why i'm here Wrist context. Check. <laughs> um okay so i'm i'm wearing a pretty pretty mean combo i think it's uh it's a nice one i haven't worn it it's a dead rat i know like an extension cord right a fishing line. Oh, oof, but, of <laughs> but of course. Sorry, drop my. Body. Oh, that'd be terrible. <laughs> that'd be so smelly. <laughs> yeah, but like no one, like if no one, you would never get stuck in a line ever again. You'd be dead rat arm guy, and as soon as dead rat arm guy walked in the grocery store, you would have to wait in lines ever again. Everyone's get out of your way. Well, it's not dead rat. Okay, I'm, it's, sorry, uh, I'm sorry. I interrupted your wrist check. What are you wearing? Baby? No, no, it's okay. I, I mess up. I mess up this brand all the time. Mm-hmm. Every time I try to say it, so I'm gonna take my time now. I'm gonna say it right. Yep. It is the Marathon Pilot Navigator. Hell yeah! Very cool. <laughs> not the Maritech. Yeah. No. So. <laughs> so this watch is pretty is pretty fun. Um, today I'm wearing it on the gray toxic shiznit, which I haven't tried yet uh this watch comes on a really long single pass uh raf style just black nylon strap right and like like the raven it's a little bit too much black so i wore it on a ray uh, on, a, on a gray single pat a uh, single pass strap right um but the shiznit you know it's a little bit thicker it like the watch wears a little bit taller but i don't know it's it's fun and it's a cool combo and it's quartz and it has these crazy tritium tubes. Um, oh, that's right. That's yeah. The tritium watch. But the thing is, I think it's interesting because that watch that's like what, like a sub three hundred dollar watch. 
I think now, let's see, Long Island Watch. Uh, Long Island Watch. Long Island. That's what we used to say when we were on Long Island, Long Island. <laughs> People say that? That's, that's okay. That, that's what me, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, no one ever said it was like a good joke or anything like that, but you know, that's what, that's what my roommate now used to say in Amityville. Long I think these are, these are like maybe 270, 250, somewhere around that there. That price range for a tritium piece, that's, 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 that's pretty freaking cool, actually, Dates. I feel like you only see tritium on like higher end pieces. Like, I mean, I'm going to say higher end, I mean like expensive pieces, quote unquote. It's hard though. I I think people still have a have a tough time like going over even like two hundred dollars for quartz. So oh, the quartz um, Yeah. Would well, you know what kind of quartz is in there? Is it like a Swiss Ronda probably or a Miota? I will tell you. It's a Swiss uh, ETA. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, those Swiss yeah. uh, the, 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 those ETA quartz movements are interesting because sometimes they'll have like one to three jewels in them, and so a, a jeweled quartz movement is very interesting. Usually they they won't have any jewels. But sometimes the high, the quote unquote, like higher end quartz movements, they'll have jewels in them. So that's, that's pretty interesting. It's got the ETA in there or Edda, how, yeah. how the fuck you say it. On the pilot navigator, it's an ETA F06, three jewel quartz movement. And it's called a high torque movement. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Um, I, I think, don't you need high torque if you have more than what, four hands or something like that, but, or big hands. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm talking about the watch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's called high torque. I don't know. I don't know what. Maybe just. <laughs> I just feel like these brands just say things sometimes. Well, that's that. I mean, that's where it is a lot of like thermocompensated quartz. The, the 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 passion, the niche of virology, a lot of it is fueled on just people not really understanding when someone says something. So I think last episode you said. Like salespeople will be like, "Oh, this watch has a has a perfectly smooth sweep. Only Rolex has that." You know what I'm saying? And so, like, it, it, yeah. it, it the yeah. just the industry in a very sleazy way tends to kind of fuel itself on lying and misinformation. So it is con- totally conceivable that that the three jeweled, you know, reach around monoturk, mon- you know, monoturk, whatever the fuck it's called, is just is garbage. It doesn't mean anything. I don't know what the fuck it means. But um, this, I mean, this watch. The reason I sounded so confused when I was describing this trap before <laughs> is because I was like, I was looking at it on my wrist as I was trying to say it, and I've never, I haven't seen this watch on this strap um, until today. Okay, like on my on my wrist. So it's really cool on an RAF, but on the Shiznit, it's fucking I don't know. It just means business, I guess. Um, Oxo Shiznit, like, I know we talk about that strap a lot on air, but that strap does not fuck around. It is incredible. Yeah. I have not had a bad experience with that strap. Yeah. And if if it's a, the first time you hear me talking about this watch, uh, the, the Pilot Navigator is kind of like a cool asymmetrical case shape. Mm. Uh, it's, all, it's all like a plastic resin type material. And it's, um, it's like an old... I think 60s design. Um, Benrus used to do them, mm-hmm. um, and they were kind of like these these Vietnam era pilot watches with just a 12 hour bi directional rotating bezel. And I have it on Kaz time. Oh, cool! Yay! <laughs> the best time. I still have to understand how to track a second time zone with the bezel because. GTS Derek pointed out on my on my Poljot thirty one thirty three that the internal bezel it's an internal twelve hour bezel so I could conceivably track a second time zone with it uh, but yeah. I have no idea how 
How am I supposed to? You just you put the hour difference at twelve o'clock. But then, how is the bezel supposed to move as time changes? Do I have to move the bezel? No, you just have to read it differently. Do I have to like turn it like upside down, like the Gapbox Advertiver, or like? No. No, you just you just <laughs> you're so disappointed in me. No, 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 I'm trying to help you. Okay, um, should I run and grab it? Should I run and grab it real quick? It's right behind me. Yeah, you can get okay, it. Okay, here I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna move and not kick the microphone because I want to I want I want to know. I'll be right back. This is gonna be fun. This is why we should have visual aids for the podcast sometimes. All right, I'm back. I want to know as I punch the microphone. Can you show me? All right, so I'm looking at this thing right now. What do I do? <laughs> is it running? Is it? Is it, it, on it time? It's running. It's running. It's running. It's on time. Yeah. So you put the hour difference at twelve o'clock with your internal with your internal bezel. So let's say let's. So right now it's on Eastern time. Let's say I wanted to do Pacific time. I put it three hours behind. And so right now it says it's 8 p.m. So I would put it at I would put the internal bezel, the little the little pip, at five, right? Yeah, I think. I don't fucking know, dude. Uh, okay. But the point is, when you figure out where to put it, you just use the bezel as like a separate hour ring that you read. So you read you you use the hour hand to reference the 12 hour bezel. You know, for your second uh, time zone. Oh, I sort of And then your inter that. your internal one tells you your local time. I don't know why I was overthinking that. Yeah. It was like hardcore. I'm 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 trying to figure out like where I'm supposed to put like the fifth element stones in order to open the gate. Like I had like I was like way <laughs> over I was super overthinking that. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. This 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 vintage chronograph just became a vintage GMT technically. Not tactically, but I can just track a second time zone with it now. Yeah, you should try it. It's a lot of fun. Pretty cool. And that's that's why I like this uh, Marathon Pilot Navigator. And I might be sharing it more with you guys soon. That's all I'm going to say. That's all he's going to say. All right, is it my turn? My turn? <laughs> yeah, it's your turn. Dude, I have been going, I have been going on like a watch, like speed dating spree ever since the watch fast uh, came to conclusion. Like I'll, I'll, I'll sometimes change watches in the middle of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, and so this morning I started off wearing my Polar Jet 3133, which is why the you know it was wound and the day was right and everything. It's not because I said it. I snuck into your room and I said it. Did you? You probably did. You probably did. Like, <laughs> like a like a like a very helpful thief in the night. You know what I mean? But uh, so I was wearing it this morning, but I decided at around ooh, three or four hours ago that I was going to switch it up. Uh, so for today's wrist check, I'm wearing my Squale Atmos 30. This thing is so cool. Are we both wearing Swiss watches? Hold on, let me change my watch. <laughs> yeah, you know, what, what do I have? I have, <laughs> I have my Polja in reach, and I have my Raketa Big Zero. Which one do you want me to wear for the wrist check? No, I I like this. <laughs> I like that you. I want to hear more about the Squale because I feel like you just got it. And then you went on a watch fast. Yeah, dude. I just, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I, I never got the chance to wear this a lot because, yeah, right. A little while after I got it, I did the watch fast. And so, um, when the watch fast was over, this was the first watch that I wore, as voted by the, our, our followers on Instagram. We did a poll between the people, the people, the, the, the people that we love, know, and trust, um, I think. 
Uh, I did a poll on our Instagram, but it was between the Squala Atmos 30, um, black bezel, not like the, the blue and uh, black or that like tropic one. Um, this is just like a straight black bezel. It was between this one and my Seiko SNK on the ostrich leather. I was mm. expecting it to be a clean, sweet Squala. Like everyone's going to be like, Psh, Seiko Schmeiko, but it was it was it was pretty close actually. I think it was at towards towards the end it was like uh like sixty five voted for Squale and like what the hell's the difference between that? Thirty five um were for the Seiko. I I expected to be like ninety percent Squale and like ten percent Seiko, but uh, the Seiko was getting some love. But yeah, no. So this was the watch that I, I wore when my watch fast was over. Mm -hmm. uh, this thing is so cool, man. The bracelet on this thing is probably. In terms of like, like style, it's not the most like sexy bracelet. In terms of comfort, it's probably probably like above average, which is to say pretty comfortable because there are some really shitty bracelets out there. And so that's in terms of style, in terms of comfort. But in terms of build quality and durability, this is probably one of the fucking best bracelets I have. Like, really, okay. you have to see this thing, dude. Like this, this is excellent improvised mealy knuckle duster material like <laughs> you know it is it is um it is appropriately it's not too beefy but the thing really has some good weight to it like when i took the bracelet off of this watch the watch lost like like more than half of its weight it was hilarious you know <laughs> i was like oh my god it's so light and smooth it's like it was like the first time i ever wore shorts i could do like the full the full thigh stretches you know what i'm saying i can't remember the last time i wore shorts you live in fucking you live in fucking like the tundra now, dude. Like the like the the urban tundra. It's cold over. Oh, it's cold over here right now. It's in the it's in the thirties right now. Yeah, it snowed in Florida the other day. Holy fuck balls! Not my part. Where which which part is which part of which part of? Uh, I think uh, Tallahassee. Yeah. Oh, that's different. That's basically that that's basically like Alabama. <laughs> that that far up north. You know what I mean? As as a South Floridian, that's how I see it. Gotcha. You know. But, um, but yeah, so and I'm wearing the Squally Atmos right now. I love this bracelet. It's incredible. Um, it's a bit of a pain in the ass to get off, which is probably an indication from the neurological gods that I should not take it off, you know? Uh, let me think here. The bracelet's got screw links. Um, the case is probably the coolest part. I thought the case was going to be too big, but this thing is just perfect. Like, it's just perfect. It's 42 millimeters. Um, and I thought it was going to be too too thick. You know, but this thing, it's contoured right, the lugs curve, and the thickness, like, it just, it, it works. Like, it's, it's, it fills in an incredible gap in my collection. I didn't really realize how severe, you know, the gap was. It, it fills in that, like, that sub-case gap, that, like, utilitarian, just straight-up dive watch gap, you know? And that's not to say, like, a, like, a tactical dive watch, but just a black dive watch, you know? Is it, is it much of a, a Rolex um case homage like people say no i feel like people people get kind of crazy about i things. really don't think i mean i okay you the, with this gmt you can obviously say you know a lot of it is inspired by the rolex gmt master but i would say that's i wouldn't call it an homage though because this thing the case in my understanding is that the case is bigger the polishing is different some of the nuances are different you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't think of this thing as a Rolex homage. When I saw pictures of it for a long time, I did, and I was really afraid. I always wanted the Squally, but I was really afraid. Like, oh, I don't want to be a guy that I don't want. 
I, I don't want to finally serendipitously run into like a watch a new watch friend in the wild and for them to think I'm wearing like a hundred dollar like 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 submariner homage. You know what I mean? Which is never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen, but your brain tells you. Your brain the brain tells you the worst thing is gonna happen when you're not prepared for it. And so like <sighs> I, I, I can't like yell back to that person, but wait, I have pole jots at home. You know what I mean? Like Right. The interaction is done. So I, every time I saw pictures, I thought it was an homage and I was really afraid of it. Once you had this thing on the wrist, dude, there's nothing Rolexy about this at all. It's not a, it, it doesn't, it feels like a tool watch. It feels, if anything, it's almost kind of like, like those older Rolexes. There's nothing jewelry-y about it. I mean, the ceramic bezel, even though, even though the ceramic bezel shines like no one's business, it still feels like a tool watch. This thing is just awesome. Cool. You know? We're wearing two, two dual time watches. It's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, that's right. That's funny. I I have this. Uh, what fuck do I have this set to? Seventeen hundred hours. Is that your time? Yes. Hey, look at that. Good old, good old ass. <laughs> I was thinking ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to do the the military time math. In my head. Dude, I, yeah. I suck. I suck at it. Becky's really good at it because her dad was in the air force, and that's all he uses in the house. So I suck. I suck at that kind of shit. Well, that's all I use. I'm, I have my phone set to that, so I should have been better with that. But whatever. I put you on the spot. It's okay. It's my fault. <laughs> it's like it's like I always tell. It's like I always tell Becky, baby. It's easier if we just blame it on me. I'm okay with that. You know. Gotcha. That's just that's just how it goes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm wearing this thing right now. I mean, it's great. The lug to lug is perfect. Um, I love the cleanness of the watch. Black dial, black ceramic bezel, red GMT hand. It's super cool. Um, is this going to change like people's mind in terms of like Squale and the Submariner homages? I mean, probably not because there's just some people out there who might be very fervent in their belief of this is an homage watch. I don't do homage watches. If you want to buy the Squale Atmos 30, why don't you just buy the real thing? Why don't you just buy like an actual Rolex, like all that stuff? I don't necessarily agree with those arguments because sometimes it just, just doesn't make any sense, you know? Because they're not arguments. <laughs> Why don't you just drop ten grand on something, <laughs> dude? What is wrong with you? Why don't you just do the smart thing and just just pull the ten thousand dollars out of your bank account that you don't have <laughs> and buy this fucking watch? I don't know. I mean, everyone's perspective is different. Um, I I I love this watch. If you have any inclinations towards this watch, but you have had any hesitancy hesitancy towards it because it you're afraid someone else might perceive it as an homage. I, I would say I would say let that shit go. Give it a shot. Take the plunge. Um, the Squala the Squala Atmos thirty, which I'm wearing, it's forty two millimeters. The Squala Atmos twenty uh, is forty millimeters. So if you're looking for something smaller, um, but the designs are different. But they do have a really cool kind of like rope beer, uh, rope beer, root beer motif with that like gray. You know, within that gray with that, that brown. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm doing for the for the wrist check. Um, I, I I can't remember if I've talked about this watch a lot on air. I think I might have worn it for one wrist check. Yeah, I don't I don't think you have. That's that's why I didn't want you to change it. I, and I may have asked you this before. Do the hands behave like a like a GMT? Like, can you move? Can you move the regular hour hand by itself? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's got a it's got a, um it's got an ETA movement in here. The ETA movement. I forgot which. I forgot what the actual. Uh, references um it's got a cyclops this is my first watch with a cyclops it's got summer cyclops you know what i'm saying so yeah. that's pretty cool i'm definitely digging that 
Um, but yeah, I wouldn't change anything about this watch. I think for a while I had it on the Toxic Shiznit. And that was cool. That was cool. But this watch belongs in the bracelet, man. You know? I agree. I'm going to I'm going to be a purist in this case. In really a rare instance, I'm going to be a purist. I'm going to I'm going to keep this thing on the bracelet. That's just where it's at. And I love the crown on here. Crown is awesome. It is uh it's larger than your average bear. I don't have the exact measurements. Uh if I had to guesstimate, probably 6 or 7 millimeters. So it's really really fun to wind. It's also one of the smoothest winding watches I have. Like it was so smooth when I first wound it, I thought I broke it. You know? <laughs> Yeah, just dangling in the wind, but uh, but yeah, no, I love this thing, man. You mentioned you mentioned it on the bracelet. It's funny when I was first getting into watches, I used to hate steel bracelets, like anything with a bracelet. Mm-hmm. I I used to always want either leather or nylon. Yeah, and I've just completely changed. I hated bracelets when I started getting into watches. I thought it was it's funny because I thought that was one of the first watch opinions that I had as I got into watches. Oh, I don't want to do fucking... I'm just going to put it on a NATO, blah, 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 blah. The only reason I thought I hated bracelets is because the bracelets I wore on watches as a child were like... They weren't manufactured the best. And so I I crawled out of the womb just covered in hair, you know, from from, from my head to my toes. (laughs) So as a child, the bracelet would always rip the hair off my arms. Okay. So that's why I had the conception that I hated bracelets. I just hate cheap bracelets, you know? I've come to- for me. For me, it looked like an old guy thing. Like I, I, I felt like uh, oh, okay. A watch on a bracelet wasn't as youthful as something on a strap or or whatever. Well, you, which is funny. Was it like was it like the dangling? Because what I've seen, what I've seen on 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 watch collectors who've been collecting watches longer, or due to who bought watches back in the day. My dad doesn't do this, but um, they'll wear the watch on the bracelet loose so it dangles, but with the crystal facing in. So the clasp is on the back of your wrist facing out. Have you seen that? I've seen it. Uh, my mom used to work with a neurosurgeon. He, he had a, I think he still has like a date just. It's like the doctor watch. It's like the 80s doctor watch. My, my dad has one. <laughs> Dude, but this guy, he just, he never sized it. I think he got it like <laughs> from the, and he put it. And so it's like, Perfect. I remember like being young and around him and it was like by his elbow and shit. <laughs> like... <laughs> so yeah maybe maybe it was the dangling or or whatever but uh yeah i don't know i'm all about bracelets now and that watch does look great on the bracelet it really does i i i'm still of the mind where i'm into nato's more but if a watch has a bracelet i don't like immediately write it off like i used to like this bracelet i actually my the, the bracelet on my seiko sumo is what really changed my mind uh, the first time because I bought that dog. So here, so so shall we get into the topic? Because that watch is relevant for the topic, I think. It's relevant. I'm also curious. Are you on a honeymoon phase with this watch still? That's or are you past? That's it? really hard to say. I feel like I might be past it because I still love this watch, but it's not like the honeymoon phase for me is characterized by you getting a watch and all you want to do is be with that watch. You're not conscious of anything else in your case or in your case, in your, in your watch box, you know what I mean? Or scattered across your apartment. Like as is the case, I think I, I, I divulged last episode. It's like <laughs> yeah. That's the honeymoon phase. You know, 
Um, I think I'm past that because I love this watch. I appreciate this watch, but I'm still conscious now of other pieces in my collection, like like this pole jet we were just talking about. You know what I mean? Or 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 the Seiko Samurai, which I was playing with uh, playing around with the other day. Like, I think I'm past the honeymoon phase. But to say also, I don't think I had an appropriate honeymoon phase with this watch because of the watch fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say you did right. The thing is, emotionally now the moment is gone. It's like it's like getting married and then getting drafted into World War II the next day. It's like oh shit! All right, I guess I guess I got my duty to take care of. You take care of the kids, hun. You know. So uh, I feel like it's like that. Not quite like that, but sort of like that. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't think I'm in the honeymoon phase anymore. But but uh, so do you think? This is interesting. Do you think you're in the honeymoon phase with a watch forever until a new watch comes around? Or can there be a point where you're basically not stale, but meritably, meritably comfortable with your entire collection? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you go from honeymoon phase to honeymoon phase? Or can honeymoon phases kind of just pop up and go away like herpes? That's a good question. I don't know. Um, I'm definitely in the honeymoon phase with the... Uh... The Doxa right now. It's so cool. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> I had to pry that off my wrist to get this marathon on. Because <laughs> I just wanted a quartz watch today. Um, that's a really good question. I'd be, huh. I'd be interested to hear folks' feedback on that. You know? I feel like... I feel like it could be the case. Honeymoon phase to honeymoon phase. Because I am very conscious that even though... I, I think I am out of that quote-unquote honeymoon phase with the with my Squalor, I'm still very conscious that this is my newest watch, quote-unquote. And it still has that new watch feeling. But it's not the same think, as the honeymoon phase, if that makes sense. I think maybe the honeymoon phase with the watch is over when it kind of comfortably settles in um, within your, like, casual rotation. When you... Like, you're not, yeah. you're not wearing the watch for, like, 15 days or weeks when you, straight. When you piss with the door yeah. open. When you piss with the door open, I think that's yeah. the signature. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but no, that's a good point. That I think yeah. that's a good point. Um, I'd be interested to hear people's impression because I feel like there are plenty of people on the feed who get new watches in enough to where they might perpetually just go from honeymoon phase to honeymoon phase, you know. Uh, so I'd be interested to hear kind of everyone's thoughts and opinions on that. Um, Looking at my notes, which I can't read. I don't even know why I take notes. I can't read my own handwriting, dude. Um, before we get into the main topic, is there anything we needed to cover or mention or any housekeeping items? Um, oh, people should send in more questions for the Patreon special oh, yes. that we're doing. Yes, that's right. So we've already gotten in a bunch of questions. We'd love to just get in as many as possible. Hold on. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like in the middle of like vomit burping. Jesus Christ! Can maybe should... and a sneeze? Is <laughs> a sneeze thrown in there too? Oh my God, no! But that did I ever tell you about that story? I think you did. Okay, good. I'm not telling you. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, the first Patreon special was the Raketa Big Zero buying guide. Second Patreon special is Michael talking about experience, uh, the circumstances behind him purchasing uh, the Omega Speedmaster. So the third Patreon special, we wanted to really, really be a lot of fun. We want to try and make these Patreon specials. We want to try and remove remove as many kind of quote-unquote barriers that there could exist between listener and like podcaster so we really want the the content of the other episode to be dictated by you guys so we wanted it to be like a a question and answer 
sort of thing. So it could be questions about anything involving the podcast from like our equipment or processes or any kind of weird stuff like that or even just watches or even just like very specific watch scenarios. You know what I'm saying? Like like we just – I think that would just be so much fun. And so we'll pick questions. We'll give the question asker – question – question – the person asked the question. There you go. Uh, shout out if um, – if you send a question and we don't get to it, we're, I mean, we're going to keep it on file because I, I, I imagine this is something we're going to return to, you know, more times with the Patreon special. But, um, but yeah, so like Michael said, the third Patreon special, it's going to be question and answer. Send in your questions. You can DM them. You can email them, although email is probably preferable just because we're archiving all that stuff so it stays in one place. So you can email us at tbws.contact at gmail.com. That's tbws.contact at gmail.com. Um, we've gotten some really fun questions in so far. I'm looking forward to kind of seeing what else comes in. But, um, you know, I miss anything with that, with the Patreon special? Uh, two things. Okay. Um, I want to mention also that although this content lives on our Patreon page, it is totally free. Oh, yes. Um, I don't know. Like, we, we say it sometimes on the show. Sometimes we don't. Uh, and I think it confuses some people. They're like, oh, Patreon, I got to go pay to, like, listen to that. Like, no, you'll be able to hear this question answer stuff uh, for free. It's just going to be on the Patreon page. Um, so I just want to let people know about that. The second thing, uh, I, I feel like I wanted to ask you this last episode when we brought it up for the first time. So this is going to be an AMA. People can get kind of as down and dirty as they want to asking us. Stuff. I guess you could. I guess you could treat it like an AMA, like a, like a Reddit ask me anything. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Okay. Do we do a Reddit AMA? Do people, do people care enough for us to do it? I don't know. I don't I don't know if people care about us that much. People give a shit about us enough for us to do it and just not do an AMA. But yeah, no, but yeah, you could treat it sort of like that. Yeah, I mean, any questions, I mean, honestly, I, I think it'll just be fun to to just have that kind of like super, super big conversation. You know what I mean? Um, and if there's something that you think that, you know, that you want to ask, but you think someone else might ask it, so you don't want to ask it, dude, just ask it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we get redundant questions. I don't care. I don't want someone to feel like, I don't want the episode to air and someone to be like, oh, fuck, man, I really... Really wish I sent my question and just send your fucking question. I think that would just be great, you know? Do we draw the line at replying with nudes? It's not really a question, is it? <laughs> if you ask for nudes in the form of a question, yeah, maybe we can work something out. I mean, <laughs> you're going to regret it. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> send you nudes in my cats. Nudes. I can send you nudes of my I, – I don't know why, but I keep all of the pictures that they give me after my colonoscopies, and, and, and Becky hates it. Becky hates it. So oh, yeah. You can send you can send. I'll just send, I'll just send of... you guys photos of the inside of my colon. <laughs> the unsexiest colon shots. That's why we need the fax machine. I would love to fax users pictures of my colon. These black and white pictures. <laughs> I'm all for it, man. I think we should. I, we gotta get. We gotta get two book watch now's landline, and like a one nine hundred number or one or no, no, not, not the nine hundred is the sex number. Though like a like like a one eight hundred number with like a pre recorded message, you know? Mm, yeah, yeah. Damn, I'm all <laughs> for that, dude. I'm all for that. And with that, it's main topic time. Okay, I wasn't sure there's anything. How, how, how <laughs> so yeah, so the main topic of this episode: honeymoon watches, especially pertinent because when you're hearing this. I'm most likely on my honeymoon right now, and I will have gone back and forth mentally a lot to figure out what watches I would want to bring. Um, so should I talk about my experience with honeymoon watches? My kind of 
the next time the next time we're gonna see you the next time we're gonna see you is on an episode of like some anthony bourdain show you're gonna be in like a i don't know like a tattered up hawaiian shirt or something dude the next time you see me it's gonna be on trapped abroad okay trapped abroad. you ever see that show <laughs> No, it's it's literally what it sounds like. Tourists go to like Cozumel, or they go to like somewhere in Brazil, and they get kidnapped, or they're like their their passport gets stolen, and they get like like caught, like trapped by the government. You're gonna see me there, just like. Is this fictional or what? what no, is this? it's a thing. It's How is on, this documented? It's it's on Discovery Channel or something. Hold on. Oh, uh, okay. Ugh, I have to I have to I have to Google trapped abroad. I have to sift through work emails at the same time. Oh yeah, trapped. I've only been watching Planet Earth lately. Gr- how great! How great is that series? Well, it's fantastic, but it makes my wife cry because it's, it's. Well, I mean, it's beautiful. It's awesome, but then like it's like a new scene, and it's just like it shows you the essence of life and death in the wild, man. Yeah, and like you see like tigers like tearing into shit and fucking <laughs> uh, snakes eating like baby like whatever the fuck they eat. I don't know. That's so fucking. <laughs> bunnies <laughs> okay it's not called trapped abroad i can't find out what maybe i dreamt it's entirely possible i just dreamt that shit but okay. i could have sworn it was like a discovery channel show where like it documents i think it was like u.s or like or like western world tourists so like western europe and u.s white folk mm-hmm. um like getting stuck in like serbia or like they're on vacation and it was like you know tom expected a nice family cruise but then the Somali showed up. Like it's like that kind of shit, you know. That's where you're, that's where you're gonna find me. I'm gonna be a Somali pirate. Okay. So well, you might have a cool watch on. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. But yeah. So so should I go first and talking about sort of my thought process and mentality with my upcoming honeymoon, or do you want to talk about your experiences in choosing honeymoon watch? Did you even have that experience? Because I don't think we've actually talked about that offline, dude. Well, I'll start and I'll pick up where I left off with the previous wedding watch discussion. Excellent. Because with with the honeymoon watch, I was you know basically in the same spot. I didn't have like a collection at the time. Oh, that's right. Um, that's right. Like I mentioned, I think I had the Orient Mako and a Timex Weekender. Um, the Timex is gone. I also had an Easy Reader. That one's gone too. Um, so yeah, it was. It was basically that, but I bought a watch that I'm kind of ashamed of buying for the honeymoon. Okay. So this part, before I talk about this, I think this is interesting. People that buy a watch for a honeymoon, um, like not just for like the wedding, like they also get something else, like just because they're going on a honeymoon. Um, I've seen people do that and I guess I did it, but I did it with a slightly embarrassing watch. Okay. (laughs) And I don't think I've ever mentioned it on the air. Um, it was a Parnas oh, Panerai. Yes. yes. Yeah. You told me about that watch. You bought it for your honeymoon? Yep. I bought it for my honeymoon. I felt super dirty <laughs> after I, after I had it for like a day. <laughs> oh man. I think they call it the Parnas mini fitty and it's like a 19. I think that's what they call it on the forums. Um, the forums. Let me Google this thing. I mean, it's not a bad watch, but it's. <laughs> It's a copy, 100%. It's a copy. I think it even said uh, Marina Militaire on it. So that was it's pretty awful. I'm ashamed. So, yeah, I got a picture of it right here. So so you shouldn't be ashamed. I could understand why this watch would be attracting. I have questions. 
Okay. Did you buy this watch because you liked Panerai? I bought that watch for two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, it looked super vacationy. Yes. It really did. No, that, that's the great thing about the Panerai design. It looks super like like in control, but really casual, vacationy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that was the first reason. The second reason was I I did the whole thing where people buy an homage to figure out if they like the look. Ah, uh, okay. Um, because a, a Panerai is a very like unique design. It's like, and I, I feel like you have to go through a few watches before like like landing on Panerai. And it's a lot of money to throw down if you buy like a real one. You know, yeah. Like you might be saving for a Grand Seiko, or you might be saving for a Rolex or something like. To take a chunk of Panerai money, you know, it's it's serious for a lot of people, you know. Um, so yeah, that was the second reason I wanted to see if I liked it, like on the wrist and the look and whatnot. Okay. So, where did you buy this watch from? I bought it. I bought it on eBay. Yeah. Okay. I bought it on eBay and I sold it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> eBay giveth and eBay taketh away. So I had like a two stage honeymoon. I had um. I went to like this, uh, like this cabin that my family had in North Carolina with my wife. Right. That was, that was a lot of fun. Um, so it wasn't like a tropical getaway or anything like that. But then we also did a, a cruise. So that, that was like the tropical getaway component or whatever. Um, and the watch and yeah, you for both. Yeah, yeah, and it was, it was a, it was after that that I was just like I got to get rid of this thing. Wow. But it was. For both for both occasions, it was the Mako and it was the, um, the Panerai homage, and I think for one of the times I can't remember. I think I may have had a System Fifty One as well, but I didn't have I didn't have the collection that I had, uh, the the collection that I have now. So it's not like I really had much to choose from. But the Mako was a lot of fun on the honeymoon. Oh no, I bet so so. Some folks might not necessarily be familiar with Parnas or Panris or, or I don't know. Fuck it. I still don't know what it is. Okay. Um, I was going to ask to explain. So my best understanding. <laughs> <laughs> I technically don't, don't know what Parnas is. My best understanding uh, is that it's, it is an Asian brand. I think specifically a Chinese brand and they basically make homage watches. And I believe they make them with seagull movements. Yeah, it's like that brand that got banned from Reddit, Rodina, I think it is. No, I, I'm pretty sure that's a, that used to be a Russian brand. So I don't know what the hell happened because I left a comment on Reddit because I go to I go on Reddit every now and then. I don't know why, but I go on Reddit every now and then and um, I'll just look for people asking questions about Russian watches because no one ever answers mm-hmm. those threads. So I'll just <laughs> I'll just go. cast to the rescue. I, I guess I, don't know, I feel bad if someone takes the time to like ask a question about a watch. And it's just yeah, a community yeah. of like of like 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 Rolex petting crickets. It's just like okay, dude, I'll fucking try and answer the question the best I can, you know. So, yeah. um, and I'd left a comment in one of the responses. I think I mentioned Rodina as a brand in regards to the USRR, and the and my comment got deleted. And like, I was like, <laughs> you can't say that word. Here. No, seriously. And so like, I wrote it again, and I had to write Rodina in like leet speak with like symbols. In order to get it to write properly, I'm like, dude, fuck you, like, fuck me, fuck you. All right, I'm trying to say a word. I will not be censored, man. All right. (laughs) Like, I made a comment. I'm like, oh, and by the way, for some reason, like, Rodina is banned here, and like, some response, oh yeah, it's because they make all those Chinese copies. And I'm like, when did that? Yeah, but 
but people put here's the thing i haven't seen that happen to parnas uh like so that's why that's why i say like i don't know what it is i don't know if it's like a just like a manufacturer that that produces stuff for other people and then they have like their own branded stuff i'm not really sure i just know that people go after these like panerai homages that they make and it was some kind of hand-wound seagull movement let me me see what wikipedia says by parnas if there's even a wikipedia entry parnas parnas blah 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 uh, I don't think you're gonna find anything. That's funny. So on on the Google search result page, on the Google SERP, it says for Parnas. This is on this is from Parnas's own website. Parnas, the official online store. Welcome to Parnas Watch Co., the world's leading homage watch fan manufacturer. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Wikipedia article. Uh, Parnas Watch Co. is a watch brand sold primarily in Europe, and United States. Uh oh, I can't say that's a Chinese word. Zhao Jinghuang, Guangzhou, China. I'm really sorry, guys. Owns the trademarks and has been responsible for the expansion of the brand since 2005. Parnas Marts takes products through its official website, parnas.org, and through multiple other channels, including blah 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 blah. So it's based out of China. Um, the fa- manufacturing facilities remain in Tongdai, Tongdiwei, Guangzhou. I'm so sorry. While the main office has been relocated to Hong Kong. To support its international growth, it's just a Chinese company. They use seagull movements. It says, um, "It's just a Chinese company that makes homage watches." Yeah, straight up. Well, I had one of those on my honeymoon. Yeah, and uh, I think I wore it once. Really? You didn't like give it like a like a you didn't give it like a second like a second try. I kind of felt like instantly dirty the thing I took that thing out of the box. <laughs> So okay, so was it like was it like Catholic guilt or was there something about the watch you actually didn't yeah. like? It was like Catholic guilt, yeah. And also, also the um, you know, Panerai calls it the device protecting the crown. Um, the crown. That thing. That thing was a little, yeah. Well, that's what they call it. Mm. They call it the device protecting the crown. It's whatever. Um, <sighs> that thing was a little chintzy. It was like super wobbly. I think I had to like screw it in like a couple times because it was like super loose. Um, but you know, I'm glad that I was able to make uh, some key memories with the Mako. That that's the important honeymoon watch. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like I said, it was it was the watch I had on my wedding. So um, I, I I'd almost feel bad not taking the wedding watch on the honeymoon. Yeah. Uh, so. So that's that was that was my logic there, uh, even if I might have had like the Timex and this weird like homage. So Harness. and of course, you know, dive watch, you know, if you go on the cruise or even like in the mountains and stuff like skiing, that, that that was the watch felt, you know, just fine in all those environments. Yeah, no, totally. That's super cool. That's the dilemma that I'm going through right now. Do I bring my wedding watch with me on? I'm going on a Disney cruise again. You gotta, you gotta do it. You have, you have to. You're gonna have like the watch is made of Chinese newspapers and, and graham crackers. If it gets even the hint of moisture on it, it's gonna just dissipate. Just take it to those dinners. Those dinners you have to do. You have to go. Everybody has to go to dinner at the same time, right? And sit with the same people. Uh, Does Disney do that? Yeah. Well, we have we have a couple options. We can do that. We can go upstairs and eat in the kind of buffet areas. Um, or you can do room service, or the ships have what are called um, private adult dining experiences. So the, the Disney Fantasy and the Disney Dream have two really cool restaurants called Remy, um, based off Ratatouille, the name. 
It's just basically ratatouille. The restaurant's not ratatouille themed. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> and it's like French food and everything like that. And then there's Palo. It's like Italian food. It's like a sit down place. You get your own table. It's a pre. It's a prepaid like dining experience. So you pay a flat fee, but then you can order whatever you want um, on the menu. And they're really, really incredible experiences. Um, the Dreamy Fantasy have those. I'm going on the Magic. The Magic doesn't have Remy, which is fine because we went and I didn't like it. It has Palo. So we're doing that for brunch. Well, someone's knocking on my door. Yeah, and you can you can wear your, you know, you can wear your big zero then. Maybe. Well, someone's knocking on my door. I think they're trying to kill me. Oh, if you if you get killed on air, it man, that'd be crazy. I think that should I pub should I publish the episode if you get killed on air? Michael, of course. What is yes? <laughs> the publicity, man. Come on, dude. I gotta. I feel like that'd be. I gotta have. The, I'd get in trouble for that. No, you didn't kill me. Did you? <laughs> oh gosh. You know, I think it was just UPS or whatever. Um, but uh. Who the fuck was knocking my door? Whatever. I'll look at it later. But, um... Yeah, I guess I could. Actually, actually, hold on. Get, just give me one second, okay? Just talk talk to the nice people about the punch again. I, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared because I think something's gonna happen to you. Well, that's it. He's gone. Oh, no. Got a bad feeling about this. Yes. I think he's okay. Oh shit. Oh. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. I'm back. I punched and kicked my microphone that time. Okay. Okay. What did I miss? <clears throat> Nothing. No, I'm terrible at talking to people by myself. Yes, so. Come on. You can you can, you can <laughs> feel some silence. Just say things about things. But yeah, so I, I could I could bring the big zero and just wear it at like the you know the dinners um the dinners where we sit with the same people it's really cool actually because there's um depending on the ship you're on there's three to four restaurants and each night you cycle through a different restaurant and each restaurant is themed differently so um i believe it is the dream and the fantasy they have a restaurant that's themed from uh princess and the frog um uh, princess tiana um there's a restaurant on all the ships called uh animator's palette it's really really cool so there is that aspect. So I guess I could make it by dinner watch, you know? Well, here's the thing. Um, last episode, you know, you, you mentioned that this isn't just the wedding watch. This is the memory, the watch. memory watch. And like, think of the memories that you might miss or that the watch might miss if you if you didn't bring it. You, you got to take the watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll bring the watch. I'll bring the watch. I'll try to get some cool photos that can come back and... It's un unacceptable for you to leave it. Okay. I'm not so it. so so we've moved. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm 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 down with it, dude. I we've moved to the portion where we're figuring out what the fuck I'm taking on my honeymoon, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, well, here's this. Here's the contrast. I I had a mako and some fucking Chinese homage, <laughs> and you have this this flourishing box of options. Take take all of the avid divers. I <laughs> don't think you still have those. They're, they're technically review units. I shouldn't take them on a cruise. <laughs> uh, Michael would love it. I mean, he might, but he likes he, he likes everything. That guy's always happy, dude. Michael, Michael, <laughs> Michael Happy is so nice. If you've never had the pleasure of having a conversation with Michael Happy from Gavox Watches, I implore you to do it. It's always an incredible experience talking to him. You know. I mean that's that's a strong uh, the Avi diver even if you just bring one that that is a strong contender 
for kind of just like a cruise ship watch. I mean, yeah, I could take the watch and maybe get some fun photos um, around the ship, you know. Uh, Michael might like that, you know. Uh, could be yeah. fun to put him on the feed. You know, maybe I will. I'm, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. I'm not super, super so because here's the problem. I don't – here's the other problem. Um, like I said before, I think I've said previously, I am two things. I'm addicted to social media, which is very weird. It's a 31-year-old man. And I'm addicted to our feed to the point where mm. every time I think about something, I try to figure out how can I get this on the feed. I don't want to be on my honeymoon uh, trying to figure out how I can get stuff on the feed. You know? Well, before you go, I'm just going to change the password and not tell you. <laughs> Can't. So you can just enjoy time with your with your new wife. <laughs> the password is caseatsdicks.com. <laughs> I don't know why that's I don't know why .com is the password, but whatever, dude. Uh you could. You actually totally you you totally could. And I'm pretty sure Becky would super appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to her about you it. Know, um I'll contemplate bringing the Ava Diver. If I do, I'll bring one. Which would you- well, I mean, don't even worry about taking photos and all this stuff. Like, it, don't see that's the problem. I, 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 I have to. I don't. Don't think about watches that'll look cool in photos on your honeymoon. You just have to think about watches that'll be fun to have on your honeymoon, Instagram or not. Okay, so off the top of my head, watches, watches, great watches to have my honeymoon for making memories and just really good, having good experiences with. Um, Seiko Sumo. Squally Atmos, Riketa Big Zero, Seiko Samurai. That's good. Those are the ones off the top of my head, but I feel like those are all too similar. No. You don't think so? I got. I mean, just I got two, two Seikos, watches, dude. It's two blue watches. It's two blue. It's ah, who cares? Two blue, too many. There are some people out there that only collect blue watches. That's true. One of the one of the on time podcast guys. I think he only has blue watches. Michael, we don't talk about the podcast in the show. All right, that's a rule. He <laughs> uh. does. He has only blue watches. Some people do that, so you'll be fine. I, I, I okay. I, I didn't know. Actually, I, I haven't heard their show in a long time. They're still doing it. Yeah, it's a good show. Nice, interesting. But um, okay. But the thing is, I, it's a five night cruise. Will it be weird if I bring too many watches? Because it's conceivable then that I won't wear them all. Should I just bring like two watches, the Raketa Big Zero and something else? I don't. I don't think you'll have too many because you could just wear something during the day and something at night. Oh, you're so right. Um, we're we're the, the, at this point, listeners. If you haven't realized, sixty four episodes in, I'm not very intelligent. I don't. I don't have the proper reasoning skills to kind of understand how time works which is ironic on a watch podcast but you know you're totally right yeah i I could have like a you know multiple day watches multiple evening watches um no rules man no it's a it's a a disney cruise actually there there should be there are rules yeah (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i mean there are rules um okay so so i will i will say so let's just talk about the immovable objects raketa big zero has to come I probably I probably wouldn't take more than one vintage watch. Well, then that's the Raketa Big Zero. Yeah. Uh, so that's awesome. so that 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 that's good to go. I'm I'm setting it aside. The Seiko Sumo has to come with me because that has been on every other cruise I've ever been on. I bought that watch for the first cruise that Becky and I ever went on. You know. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Are you doing like? Uh... 
it's one of those cruises that has like stops, right? You can stop and like whatever Cozumel doing that, stops, that kind of stuff. The stops are in the Bahamas, so it's like it's like Nassau and stuff like that. And it stops at the private Disney Island Castaway K. Uh, but but here's the thing: we don't get off on the stops. You you're not gonna like get off and like ride a an elephant or something. No, because I don't, I don't get hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not getting off on the stops or is there just not activities there are there are activities we did it the first time we went on a cruise and we really we really, it's kind of stressful we really didn't enjoy it it was it was stressful um we didn't enjoy the experience coming off the cruise ship into some of these islands because it's like oh you guys got really sick or, or one of you got well sick. becky got becky got super heat strokes because she's very white and from massachusetts mm-hmm. where there's mm-hmm. very little sun most of the time I mean, when winter kicks in, winter kicks the fuck in, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like she turns, she turns lobster red in like 15 minutes. I feel horrible every time it happens. Sure. <laughs> um, we didn't have a great experience just because, like, when you get off the boat, like people are trying to like sell you stuff and like they're getting all up in your face and like it's very like aggressive. And I, I, I mean, I'm, I know I'm being like a. Like a not not a loser, but yeah, fuck, I'll be a loser and like not liking that or kind of like not understanding it from their circumstance. But like I'm on my honeymoon, I don't give a shit about other people's circumstances. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, the only reason I ask about the expeditions and stuff like that is because that's yet another opportunity to change your watch. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> that's first, the point the I was first time. To... No, no, the first time we went on the cruise, uh, we went zip lining in. Uh, St. Thomas, and I had my Seiko Sumo with me, the Blumo. That was a lot of fun, you know. Uh, well, we are getting off at Castaway K, which is the Disney Island, so I could have, I could have like a Castaway K watch, you know. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the Blue Lagoon Samurai has got to be that one. <laughs> it just feels right, doesn't it? It feels, it, feels, <laughs> yeah, it, does. it feels right to have that be the island watch. Okay. We're getting a big zero. Seiko Sumo has to come. Seiko Blue Lagoon Samurai. We're on track. I really want to bring the Squalor just because I love this watch. I think this is. I, hmm. I, I, I would love to bring my latest honeymoon acquisition with me on my actual human honeymoon, you know? So, honeymooning with the honeymoon watch. Yes. Starring the honeymoon. Cool. So, that's. <laughs> we're getting a big zero. Seiko Sumo. Uh, Seiko Blue Lagoon Samurai. Squala Amos 30. Um, what else? I feel like I need like a dress watch that won't fall apart in the rain. You have the Collinsville. Look at that. You are 100% right. I have the Collinsville Nautilus. I will bring that. I think that'll be a lot of fun, actually. You know? Yeah. I think, yeah, that's, I, I think that's a great choice. The Collinsville Nautilus... Really fun quartz three-hander. has a really cool textured dial on there. Um, it's got a picture of a Nautilus on the back, on the back of it. I think that'll be a lot of fun. I think that'll be a lot. Of fun. I mean, it's like I said, your your big zero will probably be fine for dressy like dinners and stuff like that. But if you think it's gonna melt, you can put on the the. Column. I'll definitely at the very least wear it to our private dining thing, Apollo. This brunch, because um, we've done brunch there before. And it's fucking, it's incredible. It's just so good, dude. Mm. It is, it is like burn the barn and don't look back. Good. That's how good it is. You know what I'm saying? I forget. I I forget what other watches you have. 
I feel like you have more. So let's see what I got here. I got the... <sighs> I have the Seiko 5, my SNK. I had the Seiko oh. 7002. I technically have another a vintage Vostok Amphibia that a listener gifted to me. I have the Vostok Cadet, which another listener gifted to me. I have the Vostok Commander Ski, uh, Paratrooper Dial, which another listener gifted to me. Um, <laughs> you have a lot more vintage watches than I remember. Yeah, no, it, 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 <laughs> it accumulates. Um, let me think, what else am I forgetting? I have another Collinsville. I have the Collinsville uh, Toxic Green Chrono that I got recently from Frank. Really, really fun chronograph. I saw a lot of people, a lot of listeners actually picked up that watch. Super, super cool. Really happy to see that. Um, would you Would you need a chronograph? Because that might be the only thing you're missing. I don't need. A, I don't know if you want to bring. I don't, I don't know a, if you want to bring I don't, need a, I don't need a chronograph in my everyday life. You know. Yeah. But maybe I could bring it. Uh, could be kind of fun. I don't know. Only if you're not only if you're not comfortable bringing the uh, the pull job. No, that no, that's not coming. No, <laughs> this thing somehow didn't end up at the bottom of the ocean during its first lifetime. I'm not giving it the chance to do it during its second lifetime with me. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. I'm keeping this thing on a lock and key. All right. I'm I'm putting I'm putting the watch. I'm putting the pull job on a pedestal. Okay, that's basically what's happening. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm de- yeah. I'm deifying this thing. But let me think. What else? Uh, I have my Janus trading Azores. <laughs> that is true. I gave that so so I, I I had so okay so people listened to the show for a while. Um, I bought that watch. I pre-ordered it when it was first announced. Um, really, really excited about it. Got it. Didn't really have the best experience with it. Kind of just never really wore it again. I recently gave it another shot. I I was able to elbow grease the bracelet to size it properly. Um, mm. So I sized it. I wore it on the bracelet, and I can now, after some time away, after doing that, I can definitively say with 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 perfect clarity, I do not like that watch. Okay. Independent. So don't bring it. I'm not bringing that watch. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not bringing that watch. But it was just. I'm just trying to think of what I have in my. Uh... I was. I, I'm. I'm being greedy asking you about all of your watches, but it's because I didn't have this experience. So I'm just living through you. <laughs> yeah, living vicariously. Uh, like you know. Way after your honeymoon, through me. I'm trying to think, <laughs> what else do I got? Um, I can. What if I? What if I bring you a watch? You want to borrow a watch? No, no, that's okay. I can bring you something. No, what would I borrow? That feels. That feels odd. Doesn't? No, I forget. Now I forgot what I had. Oh, you can take the Raven. It's just another diver, though. I wanna, I wanna see what happens to the. Um, I, I, I kind of mentioned to, uh, to Steve last time, we were talking. I wanna see how far I can take the finish on that case. See what it can handle. Uh, and I have this idea where I'm gonna pass it through like a few different hands, <laughs> and see how, see how the, uh, the case finish uh, holds up after a while. So you can take that, but it's just gonna be another dive watch. I can throw it off the boat and then, and then fish it back. Probably email Steve first. <laughs> you just reminded me. I have the Raven Venture. I have the Raven Venture review unit. Should I bring that on the cruise? Or is that weird? Yeah, that's that's up to you. That's a lot of dive watches already. Dude, that's all that... Haven't you heard? That's all... A porn is full of blondes, dude. The watch industry is right. full of divers, I feel like now. Yeah, that's why, yeah, I, guess, that's that's why I get super excited anytime a nine... A, a, a nine... Mm, it's a nine. A non-dive watch 
like microbrand. <laughs> Not Diver microbrand comes up because it's just it's just so cool and refreshing. Um, I, 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 if, for instance, the 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 the, um, the Modigo watch uh, had to review any of those. Yeah. Working on the review now. You've seen it on the feed. Super cool watch. I think that's just so much fun for the, wa- the watch for what it is. You know what I mean? It's a uh, it's it's. And I don't like it just because it's not a diver. I like it because it's something super unique and it's a good execution on a very methodic expression. It is a very fun, architectural, wearable, balanced watch. That's bam. That's where it's at. So I have lots of divers because that's just the nature of it. Um, I'm trying to think. So can you can you do any diving, or do you plan on doing any diving? Um, I mean, we'll probably do some snorkeling on Castaway. Um, I can give you I can give you the the Haldor. You can use it as a weight. Yeah, yeah um, it'll take me to my grave in Davy Jones' locker. I'm not wearing <laughs> fucking Mines of Moria watch on my wrist. That's a giant fucking watch, dude. Hone from um, Dorvan Mithril. Or Elven Mithril. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry, token freaks. <laughs> so how about Becky? Is she bringing any watches? So Becky, in her watch arsenal, she has the Casio MDV-106, which she will probably bring. And um, she has one watch she might wear... For that, this might be her wedding watch. I don't know. I have to kind of see what her thoughts are. Oh, okay. Um, she has uh, a quartz Movado. It's one of those ESQs. It's a two tone. It has that museum dial with like the with like the jewel or the dot at the twelve mark. It's super tiny. You know, um, I don't have hmm. the specific reference in front of me. Um, I don't even know where she put that watch. To be honest with you. But uh, that might be her wedding watch. She might bring that. I feel like she brought it last time on the cruise. She definitely brought the Casio MDV on the cruise. That mm-hmm. I remember. So she'll probably bring that. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. It's a cool one. Oh, you guys have so many options. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just say fuck it and I'll just buy I'll just buy a Parnas or a Panarist, whatever it's called. Parnas. Don't do that. You really didn't like it, huh? Was it uncomfortable or... I just, I just didn't like it. The strap, the strap kind of sucked. Also, it was, just, you know, and I was learning about everything, and I was learning very fast, you know, mm-hmm. kind of about watches and collecting and stuff like that. And you know, when I realized I had made a terrible, terrible mistake, <laughs> <laughs> I just felt very sick to my stomach. <laughs> but uh, thankfully, you know, I can look back at the Mako and be like, yeah, we did stuff together. So cool. That's cool. It's just you. You have so many options. You know, I I feel, man. I have the quartz. I'd probably take everything if if it were me. I'd just take the whole fucking like half of my luggage like rolling is rolling luggage just for the watches. I could. I could. Um. There's also the, every hour change your watch. There's 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 the quartz. Uh, there's the brew watches quartz. Uh, uh, quartz Chrono, the black brew. I have that as well. Oh my god. There yeah. is the uh, how could we forget. The Orient Neo Seventies Christmas Chronograph, the Solar Quartz. That'd be a good one if you were to bring a chronograph. Yeah. Damn, dude, you have a lot of watches. I guess I have. I had. I, I didn't. I didn't. I never really like stopped and thought about. it. I guess I had a lot of watches. <laughs> this is a a Kaz collection review. Also, <laughs> I guess so. Technically, I you know I could bring. I could bring the the Christmas Chrono. I feel like that would be like a just because of the aesthetics of the dial. I feel like it'd be a super fun. Like Island Beach Watch because it has that kind of like like tealish gem like like tealish green gem tones to it, you know. 
I'd bring that watch. Uh, don't those ships have like theaters inside? You guys are gonna you guys are gonna watch Star Wars on the. So, that's, on the so yeah, the movie. Ship, so that's right? the cool thing. The uh, the Disney cruise ships have movie theaters on the inside um, as well, which is hilarious. So we the last the first cruise we went we went on it was the same week one of like the huge Marvel movies came out. I think it was the Civil War one or whatever. Uh-huh. It was that same week the movie came out in theaters. Since Disney owns all that shit, the movie was playing in the ship as well. So, in my mind, it's conceivable that the Last Jedi could be playing on the ship. Which, dude, with Disney's with Disney's last purchase of all of the Warner stuff, don't they? They like own eighty percent of the film industry now, or something. It's like the thirty. It's like thirty-five percent them, thirty-five percent someone else, and thirty-five percent some or something like that. Thirty-five <laughs> percent. That's crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah, dude. Well, I, I humbly bow and accept our new our new television overlords, dude. That's just what it is, man. <laughs> well, then, I guess another smart thing to do would be to maybe piece out your honeymoon into, like, just different activities that you guys are going to be doing, whether it's, like, you're going to have this kind of brunch one day, or you're going to do movie night on this day, you're going to do, like, I don't know, like, the... Wait, activities? The off the Activities ship. with or without clothing? With clothing, ah, okay. preferably. Yes. Well, um, we basically have decided we're not going off the ship, but we're leaving for Castaway. And so Castaway, okay, that, that's the Disney private island. There's snorkeling. There's bike riding. There's um, kind of lots of st- uh, fun stuff to see. There's hanging out on the beach. They do a barbecue as well. Um, on the ship, what we love doing on the ships is just exploring. We love exploring people watching and just kind of trying drinks because on the ships, they have multiple like themed bars. Um, uh-huh. the best bar experience was probably on the Disney fantasy. Cause there's a section, excuse me. There's a section of the ship, which is called, uh, it's called Europa or Europe or something like that. And each bar is themed basically off like a different European culture. So there was a French bar had like champagnes. There was like an Irish bar, a typical Irish bar stuff. There was like a, like a Mediterranean Italian bar had like Italian. So it was really, really fucking cool actually. Yeah. You know? mm. Um, so drinking, we're definitely gonna be doing some drinking, um, and just hanging out. You know, we, we like to honestly just like hunker down, sit and just like people watch. That's basically it. You, sh- you should pick a watch for every activity, every activity. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess I could just bring all my watches. I'll bring like a little rolly suitcase just for there you the watches. Go. Right. This deep, this deep analytical discussion about the honeymoon watches has resulted in us agreeing that you will bring the entire collection it's the same way i cook what is a pinch of salt i don't know i'm just gonna pour it all in i really i don't know (laughs) a pinch of salt is, is contingent upon the size of the pincher's fingers so a pinch of salt for someone with tiny hands is not the same for someone with like andre the giant size fucking hands so i'm just gonna pour all the fucking salt in all right that's basically what happened. We just chose my honeymoon watches in the same way I cook in emergency, you know? Well, I don't think you have to decide now, but I think we've made some progress. Yeah, definitely. Well, the, the, the Burkina Big Zero, definitely coming. It's the memory watch. It's got to it's gotta show up. Um, definitely bringing the Blumo. Definitely bringing the uh, Blue Lagoon Samurai. I would like to bring the Squale. Uh, bringing the Stiller Quartz Chrono. I'll bring the avid diver. Fuck it, right? Fuck it. <laughs> how are you? How are you going to carry it all? I'm just going to put it in socks. socks. Yeah, socks. You taught me that trick, dude. Socks. 
it's, it's better than Sorry. it's better than what I did before, just throwing it in the bottom of a backpack with pennies. Like that's that's how I <laughs> that's how I just a bunch of loose loose watches rummaging around in the bottom of a backpack with pennies. That's how I moved watches before, dude. Just put them in socks. This is this is why no brands send us watches for review anymore. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, I need to get a watch. Well, I have watch cases. So, so people, the brands that send us watches, they have watch cases. So, but I need to get a watch roll. I really, I think Terry from Toxic Nando's just got watch rolls back in stock. Those really cool. I have a roll. I can give you a watch roll. No, I have a spare one here. No, 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 no. I'll, 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 I'll feel bad. I feel like I'm taking something away from you that you need. I'm gonna mail it to you tomorrow. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna mail it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mail it back to you from the fucking Bahamas, dude. All right. <laughs> Castaway K has a post office on it. I'm gonna mail it back to you from there with a postcard. <laughs> You're it, you know. That'd be quite quite nice, actually. Just send me a postcard. That'd be cute. We're going to. No, yeah, we're going to. Um, because there, there's a post office on Castaway, so uh, basically everyone that came to the wedding, you know, or 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 if if you're special to us. You're getting a postcard. That's so we're gonna probably write like twenty-five or thirty postcards. <laughs> so the the discussion the discussion is fun. Um, we see kind of what can happen if you have a lot of watches to choose from or just a couple watches to choose from. Um, what if you could only just bring one? If I could only just bring one watch. Yeah. probably bring the sumo i'd bring the sumo on the bracelet and a shiznit and the rubber strap yeah that's a good choice that's what i would i was i was hoping you'd say that <laughs> what would you do if you could bring one watch on a, on, on like a cruiser i guess uh a, another honeymoon another, another honeymoon a james bond honeymoon <laughs> where you're skiing and then diving and then oh, out serbians hmm. one watch parnas <laughs> I'll buy a Parnas just for my second honeymoon. <laughs> Man, that's hey, you really put me on the spot. You put me on the spot. Mm. You know what I might what might be fun to I might figure out um <clears throat> what kind of bracelet would work well for the solar uh the eco drive diver that you gave me. Oh that'd be that's I'd a cool watch. I'd probably bring that with a bracelet and um like a shiznit that would be killer i think that's a great choice do you yeah. think does strapco do citizen too or only seiko you know i'm not sure i've seen i've seen some people i think um i think i saw it on the bruce williams youtube channel i think he had that same diver in Who the hell bruce williams that, uh he's the guy that um terry got his what oh, is <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes, continue the story. <laughs> <laughs> good, good watch review channel. Uh, but yeah, I think he had that watch in for review, and it was on it was on the bracelet. So I think Citizen must must make something. If you guys know, uh, I'm actually I'm actually on the hunt for some bra some bracelets lately. I want to find a cool one for the SNZH fifty three nice. that I, that I took a shot of today. Uh, I want to find one for the EcoDrive Diver. Um, and I think I'm gonna try the new Z199 from Uncle Seiko. Cool, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. People have been writing in saying how much they like yeah. it, you know? Yeah. So it's like 
I'm trying to buy it. Maybe maybe 2018 is the year where I buy not so many watches and I just buy bracelets. Year, the year of the bracelet. What did 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 Nor did your wife wear anything on the honeymoon for watches or anything like that? Or she's not really a watch person. She's not really a watch person until now. Right. <laughs> until three years of marriage. There you go. Um, you whittled you, you you whittled her 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 will her will to not like watches down. You whittled it down like tides, like the tide growing yeah. the earth. She didn't. She didn't have. Um, she didn't have a watch on the honeymoon. Mm. I don't think. Um, her parents got her like a like a cool bracelet for the wedding. So I think she was more into wearing that. Cool. Um, but lately she's been she's been using some watches. Um, she actually got sad the other day. She had to run out the door for work, and the one that she wanted to wear wasn't like wound and set. So she's like, oh, "I'm just gonna leave." But. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> She's, that's how we she's wearing watches these that's days. That's how we learn to love the grab and go courts. Everyone needs yeah. one. Everybody needs yeah. one, man. Well, that she wore her Collinsville for for a long time. She still does. Um, actually, the the leather band is like starting to get a little bit distressed because she wears it so much. Oh wow, that's awesome. I think I think Frank he sells like replacements and stuff like that. So you can always grab another one. Yeah, it actually looks pretty cool. She likes it. Oh, nice distress <laughs> distress leather. Yeah, and recently she's been wearing uh, the new Timex um, Marlin reissue. Oh, so cool! She likes it. She likes it a lot. It's uh, I kind of just the champagne dial with the um, kind of black. I think it's I don't know if it's real leather. It might be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she just says it matches with more outfits, so she really likes that nice. one. Nice, but no watch on the honeymoon. Um, so no fun there. What? <laughs> what what watch are you bringing to the wedding? To my wedding? Did we talk about that last episode? Um, I honestly can't remember a lot of last episode. <laughs> See, this is why this is why it was good to establish the timeline <laughs> because <laughs> last episode sounded like we were like in the same room partying. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. I I don't I don't know. Um, I think. Can I pick my watch that I wear on the day? The day of, or can I not? Well, I told I've told you that that you're getting a watch. Um, you don't have to wear it the day of, but it would be kind of cool just so everyone matched, you know? Okay. Jeez, you're 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 going above and beyond, man. You did not have to do that. Yeah, but you know, just getting your own watches. But but you, if you don't want to, you can you can wear whatever you want. I'm I'm honest, dude. No one's gonna give a shit except me and you. Literally, no one. No, 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 I I prefer I prefer to wear that watch then. Okay. Um, really, I I just I'd be interested in bringing stuff that you want to see. I want to see you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you could bring. I want to see the uh, trucker. Um, let me think. What else? I want to see the citizen because I don't think I got a good chance to really take a gander at it. If you did, you bring it to wind up. No, I brought the trucker to wind up, but I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think you saw that. We, one we were too involved having conversations after 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 many months apart, for many moons. Apart. <laughs> uh, I want to see the Dan Henry. Um, I want to see the Doxa. I think I think that'd be a lot yeah. of fun. I'm just gonna I'm gonna bring a separate rolling luggage full of watches. Nah, so I'll, just, the, I'll, I'll bring all. Don't the worry about my bullshit. Bring whatever you want. Bring you know. Yeah. The actual the actual bachelor party is that what we're gonna do? We're just gonna have a watch date. You know the actual <laughs> bachelor party is just me and you drinking alone. That's that's what it's gonna be because <laughs> my best man doesn't get in until two hours before the ceremony because that's just the way fate is. The other groomsman doesn't get in until earlier that morning of the wedding. So the night before, it's just me and you, dude. Well, here's an idea. Mm-hmm. 
here's an idea. And I don't know why I'm saying the idea now, because if we go through with this idea, people would have already realized the idea by the time they hear this. But here's an idea. (laughs) But here's the idea. Why don't we uh, do one of those Instagram live videos? On the night fun. of your bachelor party, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Every- we could we could do we could do uh, uh, live streaming for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we can do that I've, if you're for cool like fifteen it. minutes or twenty minutes or whatever the hell. I mean, because the thing is the I loved live streaming live streaming during wind up, but dude, I lost my voice so quick. I don't know why, but for some reason, when I'm like talking or presenting, and, and I do this for work also, I like yell talk. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I do I do like a very toned down Chris Rock. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know Chris Walk, Chris Chris Walk. Mm, there it is, Chris. You know Chris Rock. He, that's a different comedian. <laughs> Wait, what did I? Oh yeah, Chris Walk. <laughs> but like, you know how he has like an inside voice and like an outside yes. voice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's what I do when I'm like working and I have to speak to clients and I, I think I might do that on the podcast. I'm not sure. But for some reason, when I was live streaming during windup, that's what I was doing. And I, lo- I like, I like insta lost my voice. So I think it would be really irresponsible of me to lose my voice the night before I have to profess my love and do my vows. Um, on- well, well, we'll make it fun. We'll do it in a way that's easy on your voice. We'll show some people some more watches. We'll probably talk about honeymoon watches and wedding watches a little bit more. Cause this is, this is a fucking occasion, man. This is an event. Um, and you are getting to see each other again. And I'm, get, I'm, yeah. and I'm getting married. Yes, that too. And you're getting married. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things should have been before the other. Hey, no, sorry. <laughs> Help me, future. My, my wife is drowning me. She's drowning me in the Keys or wherever the hell we're going on the cruise. But um, but yeah, no, I think that would be a lot of fun. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, and maybe, and maybe you'll maybe you'll change your mind on, on some honeymoon watches uh, by the time we, we do that. So... Uh, I'm sure we'll pick up this discussion again soon. Um, just like the wedding watch thing, I'm really excited to know what what people did on their honeymoons. Yes. Uh, did, you, did your significant other wear a watch as well? Um, you know, what did you wear? What did you use your watch for? Did you lose your watch? Did you buy a watch for the honeymoon? Did you buy a watch on the honeymoon? That's a popular um, thing to do when you're on these cruises is to buy a watch because like a lot of these- A tag horror. <laughs> Seriously, a lot of these- I see tag horror on every cruise ship. Dude, the last cruise, the last Disney cruise I was on had fucking Ublos and Zenith on the ship, dude. Man, like on, gotta go on yeah, that cruise ship. Right? On the Mick motherfucking ship. It had Ublo and Zenith and shit. But, uh, but no, that's like a big thing to do because in the islands, there's like, it's like either duty free or no tax or so I'm not really like a, like a, I'm not like a money person. I have no idea how that shit works, but yeah, I mean, but yeah. like you save money, like, like doing it like that. Cause you just, you know, so people buy watches on like cruises and stuff. So yeah, I would love to hear everyone's experience. Um, is my indecision reflective of your potential indecision when you were choosing the honeymoon watch? Was it like a no brainer? Did you just do the one watch thing? Cause I know sometimes when people travel, they just do the one watch thing, you know? Sometimes it's easy. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you have like expensive watches too, some people will just bring an SKX if they're traveling out of the country or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, old- I'd be bummed if, I'd be bummed if somebody mugged me and took my SKX. <laughs> I'd be a little proud of them. Like you got some good watch taste. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but- <laughs> good luck pawning it, nerd. <laughs> exactly. like $55 for it. <laughs> That's awesome, man. But yeah, I think, uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun to hear from everyone else. Um, 
their honeymoon watch experience. Was your honeymoon watch your wedding watch? You know, so on and so forth. Um, is it? Hold on, let me see. I have to. I have to. I have to look past my microphone now to see what time it is because I have my mic in like a new. I have to like fillet my microphone now in order to get good audio. So I have to like look past it to see. If you've been doing that, the the you're doing a great job. Okay, so keep keep filleting inanimate objects. Yes. Yeah, rock and roll, dude. Get married, dude. No rules. I mean, there's plenty of rules, but no rules. Um, shall I do? A, shall I do a recap? Is it time to do a recap? It's a good time. I think so. Okay. Uh, let me think. Um, would love to hear everyone's opinions in regards to the honeymoon phase that we were talking about in the beginning of the show. Do you feel like in your watch collecting, you go from honeymoon phase to honeymoon phase to honeymoon phase, or is the idea of the honeymoon phase with the watch? more sporadic will it exist and then go away and then will you reach watch collection complacency until you buy a new watch you know what i'm saying uh, uh we really like to kind of hear everyone's opinions on that if you have an opinion or something you never thought about before we'll just hear hear people's pontificating thoughts in regards to that um also at the same time i'm really happy wearing the squally atmos 30 you know uh, uh i really did a weird thing and doing the watch fastest after i got the watch it's going great so far um let's think what else are you rolling dice dude i'm i'm putting together working titles for the episode excellent uh <laughs> let me think what else um <laughs> rolling dice just by myself i, thought just roll, I used to when i was super into dnd i would just do that i would just i would just bring my dice everywhere like an asshole dude what? the problem is my my keyboard it's it's like a it's like like a mechanical keyboard, so it's really loud. It sounds like one of those old word processor keyboards from the 80s, dude. <laughs> it basically is. Huh? But um, let me think what else. Would love to hear what people's actual honeymoon watches were. Um, or if you're like me and you're getting married soon and your 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 nuptials are 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 upcoming or incoming or whatever it is the barber terminology I'm not, not entirely sure. Uh, you know what are your thoughts like? Are you you're you're going through the same kind of decision and thought process that I am? So love to hear from you in regards to that. Um, also the Patreon special third episode it's coming up soon and as we mentioned before would love to just hear questions from you guys. Email them our way. You can DM them on them on Instagram if you like as well, but email is kind of preferred. And you can email them at tbws.contact at gmail.com. Again, it's tbws.contact. There we go. At gmail.com. Um, questions about the show, uh, any kind of like watch questions you've been wanting to ask or questions on something we maybe mentioned in the past that you wanted us to maybe elaborate on. Really anything. I think, I mean, treating it like a Reddit AMA um, would be a lot of fun. Uh, I think just for people to sort of like hear responses to questions that they want to have answered or just kind of open up discussions because it's entirely possible also that for some of these questions, we get some really fun ideas for show topics. You know, I think that would be great. Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> oh, what was that? That was uh, that was Jonah Hill. I know it was Jonah Hill, but I don't remember what, what it's was from. the movie. It was that guy from the Apple commercials too. Oh, motherfucker! Uh, Justin Long? Yes, he was in that movie too. Remember they they yeah, started a fake remember. college or something like that. Accepted. Accepted. Yes, we did. That's it. We figured out a movie reference in real time on air. <laughs> this is unprecedented. We've never done that. We've always said the reference and asked the audience what the fuck we're referencing because we don't know. 
And we have to wait a week for an answer. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I don't know about you, but I was raised by the television, man. And that's just, that's how I talk now. I'm just talking movie references and dick jokes. That's just, that's just, that's how I've structured my wedding vows. So I assume they're going to go over really well. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Dude. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't think I'm missing anything. Um, yeah. Really cool to do these past two episodes. These past two episodes were very, very special during a really kind of cool time in my life. And so I just love the idea that we have this show where I can share these moments where, where Mike and I can talk you know, pretty candidly about this stuff. Um, and we don't feel like we have to be pretending that it's just like normal or something like that. It, it, it just it keeps the show fresh and authentic, which I think is just super cool because I just I, I, I think it's just so much fun. It's just cool. It would it would definitely be weirder without listeners. <laughs> if it was just 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 you and I talking about like what? Well, if this episode was episode one, it would be very strange. It would be ridiculous. <laughs> Who would listen to this pod? Who would listen to this podcast based off episode? Although I have to say, our first episode, I'm still surprised people listen to our show after our first episode was pretty rough. I mean, not rough, but I think we were very nervous. I was using. Um kind of like an old set of pantyhose as a pop filter dude i was i was i was using the voice memo app on my phone <laughs> we're we're not far off <laughs> i was i was on my couch in a reclined position phone in one hand speaking into the voice memo app and eating crackers <laughs> like that's how we recorded those first few episodes um uh but I'll never forget the first episode. My favorite part is we talked about, I think you made a joke about putting uh, Richard meals in your wedding cupcakes. We've gone full circle. Gone full yeah. Circle. Do you remember that? That that would be, that would be a delightful treat. If I was at a wedding <laughs> and it was a cupcake wedding cake, if you can kind of just take care of that by the time I'm there, oh, yeah, sure. and I can bite, bite into a cupcake yeah. and have a, a Bubba Watson Richard meal, RM55, I think. Yeah. I'll, I'll get, I'll get dickmail.com on the phone. I'll get him to send me some of the RM55. <laughs> no, no problem. No, no ifs, ands, or buts. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, no, I think, I think we've, we've had a fun discussion and um, I'm excited to leave it open to the listeners that, are awesome and the listeners that we have so we really yeah. really hope you guys because this is the future we're talking in the future we really hope you guys enjoyed the stuff we put up on the feed during my wedding weekend um because i'm anticipating that we do that we're going to do some stuff like we're doing a live stream i love the idea um photos from here and there um because there's the wedding day and then that weekend basically um we just kind of turn it into a big celebration with all of our friends and loved ones because we're doing a small wedding so uh 18 people so so I really hope everyone enjoyed what was on the feed and uh, yeah, then we're good to go. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You've been listening to Two Broke Watchdowns. Later. Later.